All right, another episode of the Daily Podcast with me, Eric B. Been out of town, been doing a lot of things differently. I've been in Disneyland. For you guys who needs to know, I was in Disneyland. And it was crowded. It was during May the 4th weekend. So it was Star Wars weekend. A lot of cool, positive things that I wanted to bring back and share with you guys. But I stumbled on Yelp and the Yelp reviews about Disneyland and California Adventure. So what I want to do today is I want to read the Yelp, only the negative Yelp reviews. And I just want to share that with you guys so I can explain why these people feel this way and what they need to do to have a better experience at Disneyland. We're not bashing Disneyland, not whatsoever. We're just going to talk about why these Yelpers feel the way they do and why they feel like they have to share it on Yelp with their bad experience. And we'll talk about this more on the other side of the break. So first, let's get this started. You're listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. Welcome, everyone. It's The Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Eric B. As we always do, we're going to play some music in the background. This one's called Disney Instrumental by Disney. You can get this on Apple Music. That's where I'm downloading the music from. And you can already hear, we don't talk about Bruno. It's kind of like we don't talk about Yelpers. We don't talk about negative things. So, yeah, I went to Disneyland. And, you know, you guys know me. I go to Disneyland quite a few times. And I've had good experience. I've had bad experience. But it's one of those things where... You have to expect the worst because it's going to be busy. It's going to be a lot of people. It's going to be a lot of screaming kids. You already know that. We already know that's going to happen. So if you're going to go there, you kind of have to have that mindset that it's going to be crowded. I went on May the 4th, which is Star Wars Day, and it was a special event ticket. I already knew that coming in, that we'd have to leave Disneyland at 8 o'clock because that's when this special event happens which was star wars night and we have to move over to dca which is disney's california adventure so the yelp reviews that i'm reading is going to be disney disneyland resort area and disney's california adventure park so two different yelp reviews and just there's a lot of negatives but there's also a lot of them i mean there's a lot of positives but there's also a lot of negatives and i want to share the negatives with you guys just to let you guys read what other people are going through. Again, I go there. I always have a magical experience. It's always an experience for me. It's always one of those fun things to do. And you go there with your family. You make sure your family's enjoying before you're enjoying. And I'm pretty sure you guys understand when I say that. You make sure you're enjoying before or you make sure your family's enjoying before you make sure you're enjoying because you'll find a way to enjoy. I'm happy with food. I'm happy if I get on Small World. So I'm happy just to be in Disneyland. So again, this is on Yelp. So what I did was I, I sorted it out from one star up and there's a few that I just want to read with you guys. I'm going to share their names, share where they're from. The first one, and these, these are dated last year. So 11-25-2022 for this negative review is from Juan in Eagle Pass, Texas. And he says, Lines are ridiculous. Prices are outrageous. Crowds are so massive. It felt like we were herding cattle. And he writes, never again. This is one of those things where I'm going to ask Juan, 
Where does he think he was going? Everybody knows Disneyland is going to be crowded. Everybody knows Disneyland is going to be expensive. Maybe a lot more expensive than Eagle Pass, Texas, because, you know, they're probably not as expensive when it comes to a lot of things in California, but it's expensive. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows Disneyland is always going to be expensive. Even if you go to Disney World, which the taxes in Florida are a lot cheaper than California, but it's still going to be expensive. You're going to buy a four or five dollar churro. And I'm pretty sure in Eagle Pass, Texas, you can buy a churro for a dollar fifty. I'm not pretty sure. I'm just guessing. But for them to come out and say and it was a one liner, you know, again, this was back November 25th, 2022. when Juan decides to say that, but it was just one of those things where, you know, it's going to be like that. You know, it's going to be expensive. You know, it's going to be crowded. So for him to say that, it was just kind of like, all right, dude, come on. Really? Next one was from Christine from Alameda, California. So in my neck of the woods. And she writes, hers is a little bit longer. And again, it's one of those things where most likely this is the first time someone's going to Disneyland. And the only positive thing they can do is write a negative Yelp review. So they write, Disneyland Park in Anaheim, California is is too wealthy and powerful for being abusive. It advertised extra $40 a person for Genie Plus services, providing Lightning Lanes access. She's wrong. It's $20 a person. So I don't know why she got $40 a person. And this was July 10th, 2022. Um, I was there during that month of last year, July 2022, during my birthday week. And it was still $20 a person. So she got her facts wrong. By the time guests arrives at the popular rides and attractions, Disneyland staff demanded reservations. Besides the extra $40 Genie charge, she writes in parentheses, without ahead of time reservations, the extra Genie charges is useless. Some people's rides and attractions demand an extra $20 charges at the gate for lightning lane access on top of the $40 Genie charges. Again, she's wrong. It's not 40, it's 20. Outrageously, Disneyland Park in Anaheim shuts down the rides and attractions at will without any apparent reason. It's because the ride broke, okay? The rides and attractions are not broken down, nor weather conditions, nor any reasons at all. They are shut down simply by central command without any reasons. Despite guests standing in line for mostly two hours, the staff informs the cancellations provide no explanations, provide vouchers to fast pass service when the rides attractions reopen. Some rides and attractions shut down and reopen three times in a roll in one day. I think she meant three times in a row. Three times in a roll in one day. Tootsie roll. Abusive in caps. Treatments, shutdowns, and reopens without reasons. And $40 Genie Charge Lightning Lane access and demand reservations outrage an extra $20 charge at the gate for popular rides attractions. Among other abusive policies, guests paying hundreds and thousands of dollars to visit Disneyland Park in Anaheim. I understand your frustration, Christine. I understand how upset you get. But first of all, it's $20 for the Genie Plus, and they do charge a Lightning Lane. But I haven't seen it at $20. So maybe when you went there in the middle of summer, maybe it was $20. When we were there last year, we were going to ride um, Spider-Man's Web Slinger over at California Adventure. And for me, 
in order for me to use the lightning lane, cause I didn't have a genie plus, I didn't buy a genie plus for that day. It was like $11 a person. So that's for you to get to the front of the line without having to wait in the 70. Yeah. The lines do get long. The lines are long, but you got to understand Christine when they cancel rides or they, you know, when the rides break down, the ride is operating from eight o'clock at night to 12 o'clock midnight. And sometimes a little bit after that 12 to one. So just like regular people, rides need a break in order for them to maintain the ride. They have to shut it down every now and then. Indiana Jones is infamous for always closing down or always shutting down. It happened to us this weekend when we went. It was again, May the 4th weekend. We were in line. We were standing in line. The ride broke. What do they say? You can wait in line. And so what I've seen Disneyland do, they tell you, you can wait in line or you guys can leave and come back another time. They give you that option. If the ride is completely shut down and broken, then they tell you someone's going to walk through the line and say, okay, the ride is broken. We don't have an estimated time when it's going to reopen. You guys all have to leave. That's pretty much what they do, but they do offer a voucher. We had a fast pass for that night and they were going to offer me a voucher for the next day but I was not going to be there the next day. So it didn't matter to me anymore. And plus I already had my Disney experience. I was already good with Disney. So it didn't really matter to me, but Christine, I hope that explains why. And yes, they are expensive. Yes, it's expensive, but you have to know that going into Disneyland, you have to know you're going to be paying a lot food, a lot when it comes to everything, you have to know that. And if you don't do your research before that, you can't throw negative reviews like this on Yelp because you already know it's going to be expensive. It's already a given. If you go to a fancy restaurant and you spend $300 and then later complain about it, then you didn't do your research before you went to that restaurant. Now, if you go to McDonald's and you pay $300 then something's wrong with you, I'm just saying that's pretty much how we compare this. You know, you have your six flags, you have your Universal and you have your Disneyland. And from the last time I checked, Universal does the same thing with their with their front of the line tickets. They charge $100 a person for that one to get you front of the line access. Their entrance fee is a little more, a little, you know, less expensive than Disneyland. But still, they charge front of the line access too. So does Six Flags. They charge front of the line access too. I'm not sure how much theirs is. But for Genie Plus per person in Disneyland is $20, not 40. Get your facts right. Next one is from Axel R from Gardenia, California, June 4th, 2022. And Axel was pretty short winded and said, it's not the happiest place on earth. Every time I go there, there's always a fight and the employees aren't friendly. And again, yeah, I can see that happening. But if you're an employee at Disneyland, remember, I'm looking at it both sides. I'm a, I'm a Disneyland fanatic. I love going to Disneyland. I love spending my time at Disneyland. And let me explain the reason why is because Walt had a vision. And within that one year of his vision, he created Disneyland. 
And he said, it's a park that people from 0 to 99 will enjoy. And I'm in between 0 and 99, and I enjoy it. So for, for people to get upset over the happiest place on earth, yeah, I get it. And I see why employees get upset. It's because when you're that member, that guest that's coming in, and you're, not, and you're doing what you're not supposed to be doing, when you're doing this and you're doing that, and you're not supposed to be doing that, they can only take so much. They're human too, you know. It's just like when you work at a Starbucks and you're that guest. You're that customer that's always arguing because my coffee's not hot enough. My, my latte isn't latte enough. It gets frustrating. So I can see employees getting upset. I can see employees. I've seen employees get upset over there. And it's because... During parade times, when they tell you you got to go one direction because they want to make sure the flow of traffic is going, you know, perfect for everyone. And that it's for your safety as well, because they don't want you running into people at night. It's dark. It's hard to see. I can see them getting frustrated when you're that one person that decides you want to go be a salmon and go upstream and go the opposite direction. I can see them getting upset over that. I mean, you got to remember, there's like millions of people that go through Disneyland. I want to say daily. Might be exaggerating over the millions, but there's a lot of people that goes through Disneyland daily. And if there's a lot of people and you have an employee that's been there eight hours and you have, you know, guests and visitors that just either aren't coherent or don't listen to what the cast members are saying, then I can see them getting a little frustrated. But it was never to a point where I was upset with them. Never. These guys are, you know, my pleasure. Thank you so much everything have a great magical day everything they'll say happy birthday to you when you see a birthday pin again these three people that i just read their yelps on they you just need to go back there on a day where they have more of an open mind that's all i think cindy from los angeles california april 4th 2022 my whole family and i decided we will never go to disneyland again They've gotten political, too far left, too expensive, too crowded. It's all about money for them. We look, what did she write? We will look for more wholesome adventures, just not at Disneyland. Well, we can tell that the Republican wrote this because that's exactly what it sounds like. And again, it's one of those things where you know Disneyland's expensive. You know Disneyland is going to cost you pretty much an arm and a leg. You know, and you just have to know that going in there. And I'm not going to say, go to Disneyland, it's cheap. You know, it's not meant for anyone, for everyone. But it's meant for the people who wants to have that fun adventure. It's meant for people who, when they first, when Disneyland first opened and their family used to take them there as kids, it's for you guys who wants to enjoy and bring that new memories for the family you have now. And again, the history behind it for me, thinking about Walt Disney, thinking about what Walt Disney, what is, you know, sitting on the park bench up there at Griffith Park when he was watching his daughters ride the merry-go-round, when he came up with an idea, I want to create a park that anyone from zero to 99 will enjoy. And he came up with Disneyland. And here we are. 
2023. Still enjoying the park. Still enjoying how the park is. Still having fun. After 68 years of the park being open. We're still going up there. Yeah, it's crowded. Yeah, there's a lot of people. But again, what do you expect? What do you expect? It's just how it is. Just how it is. All right. So I'm going to switch over from the Disneyland Yelp review, and I'm going over to the California Adventure Yelp review. And remember, DCA is called Disney's California Adventure. Some people call it California Adventure. Some people call it DCA. So if you hear me say DCA, then that's what I'm talking about. Disney's California Adventure. Now, for you guys who don't know, there is two parks, two theme parks in the Disneyland Resort. You have Disneyland by itself, the original Magic Kingdom, the one that Walt built in 19 and opened in 1955. And then you have Disney's California Adventure, an extension to Disneyland. And this is more the... They just opened the Marvel Adventureland. They have the Guardians of the Galaxy, which used to be Tower of Terror, Pixar Pier, which used to be, man, I forget what Pixar Pier used to be called, but that's when they had the, it's called the Incredicoaster, which used to be called the California Screaming. So it's more that California adventure vibe, but now they're gearing away from the California adventure and they're going more into the Marvel Pixar movies. So they might even change the name one day. I don't know. But when it first opened, they used to have the big California sign in front of Disneyland or in front of California Adventure. It was like mirror. That was the material you can like stand there. People would always stand there, take pictures. Then they removed it. But so this is the Yelp review for that or that side. Mimi from Anaheim, California, just recently, April 24th, 2023, writes... Worst experience ever made. Reservations to come back to the park. We got there at 6. There was no indication that the park closes at 9 for a special event. This is April. I don't know know what special event will be going on in April. But I left the line to go buy a sweater for my daughter because she got cold. Came back and can't get back on the ride that was already in line for I'm waiting over 18 minutes for my husband and my daughter to come out of the ride, but I couldn't go up there to meet them because they're closed for special events. I wasn't notified because because otherwise I wouldn't have made the reservations for California Adventure. I would have made my reservations for Disneyland. She writes, I'm an inspired key holder that obviously today doesn't mean anything and I got worse treatment ever, and I didn't have a wristband. So this is how they treat their inspired key holders. Beyond disappointed with Disneyland employees and customer service. Okay. First of all, Mimi, you live in Anaheim. You're an inspired key holder. You should know by looking at the app when the closures are. You should know by looking at your app, when the days are that they have special events. You know, it's going to tell you when you buy that ticket, when you purchase that ticket, or when you make that reservation. For for you guys who don't know what an Inspire key holder is, there's magic keys. It's kind of like your season pass. 
and inspires the most expensive is the top tier. It's the top tier. And when you make your reservations on your app or online, it tells you this has a special event night da, 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 da. and if you're an inspired key holder Mimi you could have just went over to Disneyland and finished the rest of the night there I mean if you went there in April I'm pretty sure the park closes at 12 and if there was a special event it would have been like Dapper Dance it would have been like Disney After Dark it would have been something like that but if there was a special event going on in California Adventure, then you should have went over to Disneyland. I'm just saying. You know, and again, when you buy that, when you make that reservations, and you want to make that reservations for that certain day, it would tell you park closes early due to special event. Just saying. The Daily Podcast with Eric B. So, I don't understand why she's upset. Because if you're an Inspire Key holder, when you made that reservations, it should have told you that. It did for me. When I made the reservations for May 4th, it said, Disneyland will be closed early today too due to special event night. Just And it just gave me that as an FYI because I made reservations for Disneyland. And it says, without that special event ticket, you would have to leave at 8 p.m. And I understood that. And I was okay with it. All right. So, Cody from Kaysville, Utah, October 14th, 2022, writes a little long one. This is painful to write because of the years of good memories at the park, but my latest visit put a bad taste in my mouth. The issues boils down to the monetizing of FastPass system and the quality of the experience. The Lightning Lane mechanic, me, mechanism applies the disparity between the haves and the haves not. By giving priority to guests who has the means to pay additional fees to buy the bypass waiting queues. In some ways, it is a stark reminder that while Disneyland champions the latest social issue, their ultimate goal is to make money and will find any leverage they'll find to squeeze more money from you. This one meaning that the Lightning Lane feels especially explosive due to the announcements while waiting in the line in the lightning lane line with pass holders priority and then he just finishes off with um secondly the quality experience during the pandemic the reservation system was introduced which seemed to address concerns regarding social distancing the system still exists yet crowds the, the number of crowds has gone beyond all that i experienced the last 20 years of my life perhaps it was a fluke and it just says, this is the new normal, not interested in coming back. Again, it just, you guys know what you're going to expect when you go to Disneyland. You guys know what's going to happen when you go to Disneyland. So for you guys to be angry. Yeah, you know, when Bob Chapek, when Bob Chapek was the GM 
or the CEO for Disneyland, he did make a lot of mistakes when he came or when it comes to the theme park part. You know, CEO just should be a CEO um, and not put their two cents in. But Bob Chapek kind of ruined it. You know, the whole COVID situation, the whole let me let's cancel everybody's season pass and let's, you know, you got to make reservation systems. Yeah. You know, I'll run down the negatives for me right now versus the positives that I have towards the end of this. I just wanted to read this for you guys because to me, I find it I find it funny. And the only reason why I find it funny is because when you're going to a place like Disneyland and you're going to spend that much on Disneyland, you need to do your research. You need to go there and you need to like, okay, this is what I'm going to do this day. Okay, this is how much one ticket costs. One ticket to Disneyland. If you want to go there for one day and you don't have a season pass and you want to utilize both parks, you're looking at about $125 a person. With a $30, with $30 parking, if you're not, you know, staying at a hotel nearby, but if you're staying at a hotel nearby, the hotels nearby charges for parking. They can charge anywhere between $15 and $25. So for $30, you get parking, not including the food that you're going to buy. Food is expensive. You're going to buy a lot of food there, not including the merchandise that you, your kids your spouse might want to buy because you're going to buy Mickey ears. You're going to buy mini ears. You're going to buy something. Guaranteed. I know I do. I buy things when I'm there. It's one of those things where I know I'm never going to see it again. So I might as well buy it. So when you see these reviews, when I hear these reviews, I, I just... It makes me wonder if you guys even read or know where you're going. I took my parents to a seafood restaurant in Fisherman's Wharf here in San Francisco. For you guys here in San Francisco, you guys know Fisherman's Wharf, tourist area. They charge tourist price. It's a seafood restaurant. It's going to be expensive. I knew that. I knew it was going to be expensive. I expected it to be expensive, but what do you get for the expensive price that you pay? You get top quality, you get good food, you get good service, and you get memories that you can save later on and say, oh God, remember when we ate at this restaurant? Same thing with Disneyland. Same thing with Disneyland. This is the days that you know before you make that reservations, before you buy that ticket, before you become a season pass holder or magic key holder, you know it's going to be expensive. So when I read these reviews, I just, I just laugh. That's all I do. BV from Hawthorne, California. We're still at the California Adventure site. I'll go back over to the Disneyland Yelp in a minute. Writes, DCA isn't what it used to be. I remember the days when the park was clean. The bathroom used to be clean. Don't know what happened. But just the way it looks like an old park lost all of its sparkles. Food is seriously awful here. Never mind how much it is. I don't mind paying for good food or snacks. It's just not good here. 
Umbred to the local spot to eat, and we went back into the park. Lines in there are new lines, and in their new system, he writes, sucks. I've been done with Disney for a while, but my husband surprised me for our anniversary, and I feel so bad he spent a lot to spend there for one day. The place is overpriced for what it offers. Seriously, stop and think before supporting this park. Ask yourself if the pricing is fair, if this is what you want to do, and what do you want to do to see a change? Again, sounds like, I don't want to say Republican, but that's what it sounds like. It's going to be expensive. You should know that. The park is clean. I sat on the bench during the last night, evening time, just to people watch. And I saw people going back and forth, making sure the park, everything from little popcorns was clean. So the park is clean. Where they think the park is not clean, I don't know. The park is clean. It's super clean. So some of these people who, I mean, everyone just finds a way to gripe. That's all it is. They find a way to gripe. I don't know why they do, but they do. All right, I jumped over back to the Disneyland part. Um, let's see, I'm, I'm scrolling down because the next one was 2017. And I don't want to go back that far because that was before COVID. Even this one is 2019. This was before COVID. So I'm not going to read those because I always wanted to read things after COVID. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go filter this to the two stars and I want to see what the two stars people has to say. This is at Disneyland. All right, here we go. This one I read the other day and it was hilarious. This was hilarious. I parked in downtown Disney lot thinking after spending a small fortune of $66 to dine in at Trader Sam's Tiki Bar, my parking cost would be $10 as specified when I drove in. Instead, I was told that downtown Disney parking discounts was not available to me as I should be parked in the Disneyland hotel lot. Disney owns the entire resort, including the Disneyland hotel. How should I've known where I parked wanted? How should I've known where I parked with the park wanted me to park there? I encourage everyone to boycott Anheuser-Busch and Disney. Walt would never believe how grand idea was debased okay i parked at downtown disney a few times and they do offer a ten dollar parking but you have to go to a specific place that validates that for ten dollars you can go to splitsville you can go back then i think it's called tortilla joe's you can go to these places and eat espn zone when it was open used to be like that you get your parking validated and you pay 10 bucks this person glenn who's from bria california again this was april 22nd 2023 when glenn wrote this went into a hotel which was which was where sam's tiki bar is and that hotel probably valets their own parking so that's where they should have went and how should he have known he could have called I do that 
When I'm unsure about something, I call first. I read the website, I call, and then if I'm unsure, I call again and I say, hey, I'm coming in here to have a couple of drinks. Can I park in the downtown Disney lot or do you refer or recommend me to park here? And when you get to the downtown Disney lot, there's people there. You could ask them, hey, can I park here? I'm going to Tiki's or Sam's Tiki Bar, Trader Sam's. Can I park here? They'll tell you yes or no. So that's on you. It's on you, Glenn. That's on you. This one's from Rachel from Salem, Oregon. This is from August 27, 2020, right before. Hmm. Trying to figure out how they got this, how she wrote this in August 27, 2020, because in March 2020 is when the park was shut down because of COVID. Hmm. All right. She writes, love Disneyland, but it's way too crowded and expensive now. Rather just give up and go to Disney World. Me and my significant other had passes, but stopped going around January because of the pandemic. They should have closed the they should have closed then, but Disney loves money, so they didn't. We lost about five hundred dollars since we didn't go all those months, and I've been on hold so many times trying to partially get a refund, but calls just drop. Having limited resource, aka they don't care. Will not be getting any other pass until they resolve the prices go down and they will fix Star Wars. Okay. Rachel probably didn't realize that when they did shut down because of the pandemic, they refunded you what they owed you. So if they owed you a certain amount of money, they gave you that money back. They're not going to refund you for what you what already passed. So if your season passed, if you bought the season pass in August 2021 or 20, 2019 and you use it all the way to August 2020, they're not going to give you a refund for that. They're going to give you a refund from the, the time that you didn't use it. So again, I said the, the park closed around March, April, maybe even May is when they said, okay, we're going to close the park because of the pandemic. So I don't know how she got, she got to go to the park in August because it was already closed then. She probably wrote this in August, but when they did, when they closed the park and they didn't have no, when, or they didn't know when they're going to reopen the park, they canceled everybody's season pass and they refunded you what you didn't use. So if you bought the pass in August, and the park closed in March. You got March, April, May, June, July, August. They refunded you five months. They gave you money back. And I don't know when the last time you went, Rachel, but Star Wars is open. So, again, people just like to gripe. People are angry. We're going to go over to DCA and I'm going to go to their two-star reviews. Then I'm going to read some positive ones because there's always positive things to read. Um, Rich from... Rosamond, California writes, so first time here and I expected so much more. The Avengers camp is small and focus is just one ride. The characters came out here and there and the Spider-Man show is just okay. Nothing spectacular. Food options were great, 
but so slow and without not many orders, lots and lots of cool gifts, gift shops. The rides were not as great as I expected, so I doubt we'll be back. Really disappointed after all that travel money we spent. Okay, Rich. I get it. Yeah. Adventure Campus is small. Adventure Campus is not what a lot of, of us expected. But, you know, again, it's Disneyland. You got to expect a little bit more. And again, you know you're going to spend money. The food options there are good. And I'll break that down in a minute when I'm done here. Um, again, I just, you know, I just wanted to share people's reviews and what people are writing and what people feel and how they feel when it comes when it comes to Disneyland and the Disneyland park and why they, I don't know why they feel like they got to bash Disneyland. And you know, you're going to be like, well, Eric, maybe because you like Disneyland so much that you're blinded by how it is. Eh, not blinded. I, you know, I, I enjoy it. It's just one of those things where if you want to just get away and just relax and you live in the area you know that's the, the thing about you know these people that live in anaheim area they can just go when they want if they have a season pass but they you know they don't all right to break it down to you guys disneyland's a cool place to visit disneyland's one of those places where there is magic there's things magical in the air i got one negative thing that i want to read this is from frank t He's from san francisco california who just went he went in may 2nd 2023 so he was there the weekend after us but he writes a lot of he writes a lot of a lot of negative heads up i feel i need to Need to let you know this about Disneyland and the Genie Plus upgrade before you booking a visit. It may impact your decision about visiting the Disney parks. A little background. I have loved all things Disney since before the age of five. I love visiting Disneyland for over 50 years. My wife and I choose Disneyland parks for our honeymoon. The experience was not true to our memories of Disney. So he just rambles and rambles, talks about... The Genie Plus for $25. I don't know where these people are getting the prices because $25. What does not expect after paying such a high admission fee to be steered to aggressively purchase a Genie Plus upgrade for $25 per ticket for the day. One of the benefits of Genie Plus is the lightning lanes, the fast pass feature that used to be included with admissions. I didn't find out until after purchasing the Genie Plus upgrade that certain rides are excluded. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, Mickey's um, Runaway Railway, the lane, the lightning lanes for these ride costs additional $25.18 per ticket per day. And then he goes on, standby lanes are anywhere between, you know, 75 minutes to 120 minutes. But again, what do you expect? What do you expect when you're in Disneyland? And for you guys who wants to get fast passes or Genie Plus fast passes, you guys got to remember if a ride's brand new, Rise of the Resistance is not the newest ride anymore. It's the Mickey's Runaway Railway, which was a fun ride. And 
when Rise of the Resistance first opened, everybody remembers that's the last time we went in February of the COVID year. You had to do a virtual queue to try to get to a virtual line. And then that virtual line will tell you when to go ride your ride. That's to keep the lines down. That's what they did with Mickey's Runaway Railway. They did the same exact thing. They made you wait. They made you do the virtual queue. And then once you got your virtual queue, you had to wait to go back for that certain time of the day. Then they realized, okay, there's not enough people getting virtual queue. Let's go back to the old system. Let's make them just stand in line. And it's been working. You know, when we went there, we were able to ride it twice. 25 minutes the first time and about 30 minutes the second time. And it moves pretty fast. Even with Rise of the Resistance, when they say 75 minutes, they mean 60 minutes. They mean 50 minutes. One thing you guys got to realize about Disneyland is they over-exaggerate the wait time. That's to encourage the ones who really want to ride the ride to sit there and wait. And that's also to decourage, discourage, I'm sorry, discourage the ones who don't, don't want to wait that long. So when you see the ride, it says 45 minutes. Take 10 minutes off of that. It really means 35 minutes. If they say 15 minutes, most likely it's just 10 minutes. The Daily Podcast with Eric B. What, what do you, again, what do you guys expect? And the only reason why I, I jumped on the Yelp and I read the Yelp is because I made a review on a restaurant that we ate out there. It was a good restaurant. It was a Korean barbecue. And I just yelped that the service was terrible. Food was good. Service was terrible. And then I said, you know what? Let me look at the Yelp reviews when it comes to Disneyland. And then I just saw the negative, the negative reviews that Disneyland had to offer. And it wasn't even, again, it wasn't even bad. It was just like people, like, what do you expect? That's, that's to me, that's what, that's what I'm, that's all I keep thinking about. What do you expect? What do you expect when you go to a place like Disneyland? It's going to be, it's going to be crowded. It's going to be expensive. So if you're going to sit there and you're going to say, well, I don't want to spend this much money, then don't go to Disneyland. That's all it is. If you don't want to spend money, if you don't want to wait in crowds, don't go to Disneyland. Some of, the, some of these guys, they, they want to spend all the money. They want to do all this. You got TikTokers who's showing us, you know, the best things to do and where to go and how to do this and how to do that. You know, I follow that TikTok. I follow them because, one, they're telling me something that I don't know. They're telling me secrets that I don't know. There's a good and bad for that. Because if it's supposed to be a secret, you shouldn't be telling everybody. But they do. 
to me, it's okay. It's okay. If you're going to tell me a secret, if you're going to tell share the secret, that's fine. Because you got to remember, we're not all going to be there at the same time. We're all not going to be there the same day. We're all not going to be there doing the same exact thing the same exact time. We're not. We're all going to be there different times. We're all going to be there different days. That's just how it's going to be. And remember, when you're at Disneyland, you are going to spend an arm and a leg. You just have to know that. Just know that. Know it's going to cost you at least a, if you're not a season pass holder or don't have a magic key. It's going to cost you at least $120 a person to go to both parks with a hopper. Some of you guys are going to say, well, how much does it cost if I just want to go to one park? If you want to go to one park, it's going to cost you about 100 bucks. But you're limited to that one park. That one park. You want to do Disneyland. You want to do DCA. DCA is good for half a day. If you get there early, right when they open and literally go in one big circle, you can finish everything there in half a day. By one or two o'clock, you can be done and head over to Disneyland. That's if you plan that day right. Because the most, the longest line there, like I said, is going to be Radiator Springs, which is a Cars ride, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Spider-Man Web Slinger, and then that Soarin' Around California. Those are the four rides where the lines are always, always going to be long. But if you get there early enough, if you get there early enough, you don't really have to wait that long. You can get, again, you can get it done. You can get it done in half a day. Finish your time over at Disneyland. But what do you, again, what do you guys expect going there? You know, do you expect because you're spending over a hundred dollars that you're going to get that hundred dollar service you will you can get that hundred dollar service if you make yourself if you you know there's only one way magic happens and that's if you let the magic happen you know you got the you got the opportunist 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 that they'll make the best of what they have They'll do everything they can to make it the best experience ever. It could be a rainy day. And I've been in those rainy days at Disneyland where we still found it. We still found a way to make that a best, one of the best days that we were there. And remember when the park closed, I was there when the park that year, the park closed. And I said, just imagine how much money they would lose if this park closes because of COVID. And it did. It closed. We didn't know what to do. Like a lot of Disney, Disney fans were like, oh my God, what's going to happen? First thing Disney, Disney fans had to realize was stop being selfish. The pandemic going around right now. There's a pandemic going around and you guys need to focus on trying to stay safe and get healthy. But a lot of them were upset. A lot of them was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What's going to happen to my season pass? I didn't say that. I was more, no, man, 
we got to stay healthy. We got to make sure that everybody stays healthy in a way that we're okay that by the time the park reopens, it's going to be for a safe reason. And a lot of you guys will say, well, Eric, because you're in healthcare. Yeah, I'm in healthcare. I didn't shelter in place. I didn't have a lockdown. I had to go to work every day. Frontliner. Every day. So when Disneyland closed, first thing people were saying was like, what's going to happen? Where am I going to go? They got upset that they took the passes away. They got upset with the reservation system. Everybody had to reset. We just had the worst rude awakening the whole world can have. That rude awakening was called COVID. But now that everyone's going back to the park, now that everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing in the park, everyone's angry again. Everyone's mad because they're spending this much money at the park. Yes, you're going to spend that much money. Yes, you're going to spend all of that to get into a park that everyone wants to go to. We only have one here on the West Coast. We have one in the East Coast, Florida. We got one in Japan, Hong Kong, Paris. You can go to those. But for what we have here, for what Disneyland is, everyone needs to remember this is a gift to us from Walt. Walt gave this to us. Walt created jobs. Walt created opportunities. Walt created film, movies. With Disney, we got Pixar. We bought Star Wars. We bought, we, they bought Marvel. Disney Pictures. There's a lot of things that Disney has that we don't realize that without it would have been the best. I don't know. I tell you guys all the time, if I can read the future, if I can change the past, I'd be a millionaire. But I'm not. But for everyone, again, for everyone who has these negative reviews on Yelp, man, you guys got to go back. And you got to go back with an open mind. And you got to think about the good things Disneyland has off. There is bads. You know, yeah, the price is expensive. Yeah, sometimes parking is hard. But what do you expect going to a place like this? What do you expect? It just, it just, it baffles me. You know, if I go to a Warrior game here in San Francisco and Chase Center, I know, I know at least I'm spending, you know, not a playoff, regular game. I know I'm at least going to be spending at least three, four hundred bucks. I know that because that's what it's going to cost me to go there. Now, if you go there expecting I only want to spend $40, you're not going to have fun. If you go there, if you go to Disneyland and you say, I'm not going to spend more than $100 when just getting in the park alone is over $100. And you say, okay, we're not going to spend more than $20 in food when one meal is already about $15. When you go there with that negative attitude, then it's going to be negative the whole time you're there. 
I'm not saying we're rich. I'm not saying I'm rich. I'm just saying I budget for the time. I put money aside. And when I go there, I don't make money the reason why. Because if you read these reviews, or you heard the reviews I read, a lot of it is money. Expensive. Extra this. Extra that. There's nothing, you know, I didn't read a lot of the positive things only because the positive things all said the same thing. If you want to go look it up, again, look it up on Yelp. But there's a lot of positive things as well. But I just kept it to where everybody was just nagging and all the negative, negative things. And I'll get you, you know, you know, a couple years ago, years ago, we went during Grand Night. And there was a bunch of kids jumping in line on Grand Night. They were like... One person was in line, and then by the time they get close to the front of the line, here's 12 other kids coming. And it was constant. It wasn't just one ride. It was constant. It kept happening over and over and over again that I tweeted, Disneyland needs to do a better job policing these kids because these kids without their parents are acting foolish. I got a director of Disneyland Resort read my tweet and said, Eric, please call me or email me at this number. And I did. And they apologized for the, for my experience that I had. And they said, they're trying to find a better way to so resolve these issues moving forward. And it's people like me that needs to let them know that this is happening. They gave me a pass. I think it was like an all day fast pass to get on any ride that I wanted all day, all day, not one all day. So for you guys who say they don't respond, they don't listen. No, they do. They do. They respond. They listen. You just got to be ready to hear what they have to say. That's all it is. That's all it is. Again, this is Disney Instrumentals. You can find this on Apple Music. It's Disney's own instrumental music. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for always following me on my journeys, following me on the daily podcast with me, Eric B. I know a lot of you guys were like, God, you were at Disneyland and you didn't vlog about it. No, I'm kind of veering away from the vlogging for you guys who do follow me. I know Brian Sui, who doesn't listen to the podcast, I don't think, um, Linda Spaulding, who was just watching every videos that I did. I want to thank you guys for always being supportive on my vlogs. I just find it difficult to get out and put a video out now, um, especially with these kids running around trying to rob you for whatever device you have. Um, I could be using my phone. I could be using my, you know, $100, $1,000 camera, and they'll find a way to rob you. So I'm trying to stay away from that. This right here, podcasting in my podcast studio is a lot safer and a lot easier for me so but i want to thank you guys always for jumping on my journey always being part of my life always being there showing support in everything that i do um and again this wasn't a bash on disney not at all this was just letting people know that there's ways you can find there's ways you can have or there's fun ways you can have just by going to Disney, all you got to do is open your eyes, open your mind, 
and not be so upset with the world. And a lot of people are. A lot of people are always upset that it affects their livelihood, it affects their vision of how everything is. Go there, expect what you're going to expect. Enjoy the best you can. That's all I can say. That's what I do. I know it's going to be crowded. I know it's going to be expensive. But I enjoyed myself. I looked at my kids. They enjoy themselves. And that's all that matters to me. Them enjoying. All right, guys. Until next time, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for always jumping on. Thank you guys for always being here. Thank you guys for helping this podcast grow to what it is. Don't forget to follow me on the Recaps and Reviews podcast. You'll find that podcast on all platforms. I do leave links to that here in the affiliate of the Spotify podcasters by Anchor. So go ahead and follow me there. Until next time, this has been a fun Disney journey. Thank you guys for listening. The podcast has ended, guys. Go in peace. Thanks for listening to the Daily Podcast with Eric B. Hakuna Matata. It's a wonderful world. It's how we got to think of life. Hakuna Matata.